guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and and consult consult your doctors. doctors. Guys, we all need our vitamins after surgery, regardless of what you think. Yes. It's a must. Yes. So why not choose the easiest and the best tasting in the community? Seriously. It's pro care guys. Pro care is so delicious. I use their chewable for over a year. That's how I I know. Yes. And I love their capsules. Yes. Love them. They're once a day. I take them at night. Yes. The calcium chews. Mm, They have mocktail ones. So go over to ProCareNow.com and use our code OSLP to save some money. Are you feeling lost, alone, maybe a little unsupported in your bariatric journey? Well, if you are, we have a great resource for you. It's called the Tribe Membership. And they have support groups every single day with experts in their field who also had bariatric surgery. Comes with journal prompts, workouts and recipes, you name it. They got it. You'll never feel alone again once you join the tribe. Now go over to thesleevedietitian.com and use code OSLP at checkout. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleep Life podcast. And this is Kelly. This is Mel. And what are we talking about today, Mel? What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? We're talking about the award show. Hello. We always talk about the award show because it's coming up. It's September 30th. September 30th in so, Washington, D.C. That's right. And when this airs, you still have time to get your tickets, yes. your hotel. Go check it out. It's at jbyawards.com. And by the time you're listening to this, there may be an extra page added with all the nominees. Yes. All of them should be up on the website. So excited. It's going to be amazing. If you're listening to this right now and you're a nominee and you haven't sent us your stuff, go right through. Yeah, because you have... The date has already passed and we sent you all messages. So I don't want to hear any whining that you need more time. That's right. No whining. I'm a stickler. She is. She's a stickler stickler. about it because we can't do our shit until you do your shit. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love her. Okay. And at this award show, we have so many things going on that weekend. There are some things that we cannot tell you until later. We are finalizing a few things which we are almost there. We're almost there, but we have some cool things that we know of for sure. One, the venues obviously checked off the mark. Oh my God. It's it's the Howard fucking theater. It's beautiful. Go check out our Instagram, just be you awards Mm -hmm. because you can see all the things that are coming out for that because you got to see inside. I think the biggest thing I know me and Kelly are about is making sure you guys are having a great time at Mm -hmm. all times. Because Um, if you guys didn't know this about us, we throw parties. We just we throw parties. We've we love throwing, throwing parties. parties. We bring people together. We make people have fun. We do all of the things that happen during a really great party. Think back into your life of a really great party, the time where you had the best time of your life. Mm-hmm. That's what this That's is. That's what this is. You yes. get to dress up. You can wear whatever the hell you want. You get to walk a pink carpet. Yep. There's going to be a DJ. That's done. We got a dance floor. Done. We have two bars. We got catering. Done. So, guys, you're going to have a fucking great ass you're time. Have a great no time. matter what. Just- and... You didn't tell them about the most fun part. Ooh, what I missed. Getting dressed up and walking the fucking pink carpet. I did say you get dressed up and walk the pink carpet. No, you didn't. Yes, I you did. You said you get dressed up. And walk the pink carpet. Rewind. Rewind. I totally fucking no, said I don't that. Think she, said she wasn't it. listening. Was I wrong, guys? She was, was I wrong? She's wrong. Tell me. She's a thousand percent um, wrong. But the pink carpet is my favorite part. Oh, I know. Dressing That's one up. of my faves. Walking the pink carpet. And also I want to get I want to get down in the middle of the dance floor. Down? I want to get down. We're going to get down. Yeah, you we guys are, are going to watch. Ha- on the downhill slide of 30, girl. That's okay. We should not be getting down because we may not get back up. Oh, I don't know about you, but I am flexible as fuck. And I mean, I work out. I got this. Don't you worry out. about it. That's right. I can do squats for days. People. No, I can't. No. no, you can't. I mean, if you, I don't did, like it. you did them more like often, them. you could do it. No. 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 That means Kelly's not twerking on the dance floor. <laughs> um... Okay, story time, guys. Oh so God. back when I was getting married to Satan, um, I had a bachelorette party where my friend that does know how to twerk, oh yeah, Cole, tried to teach me to twerk. It did not happen then. It will not happen now. 
Do not expect she taught to me. I can do the twerk now. You guys have asses, though. I have no <laughs> ass. Therefore, twerking does not happen for this girl. I mean, if we referenced just a minute ago, if you would squat, then you would have a butt. I don't fucking do care. some donkey no. kicks, no. pal. No, do some mountain no. climbers. I refuse. Let's get that booty no. going. Shut it. Booty's not activated then for Kelly. That's fine. I I have lived my entire life with no ass. I will continue to live the rest of my life with no ass. <laughs> I am okay with that. It's so good. It's so good. I'm so good. But yes, we're going to have a great old time at the award show. Uh, We just want to see your faces there. And if you can't make it, there is going to be a live stream option. And this is the cool part. This is the other thing we sealed. A swag bag. A digital fucking swag bag. She's very excited about the swag bag. I'm very excited about the swag bag because it's open to you guys for free. 30 days prior to the event and 30 days after the event. I think that's your favorite part about it. I think it is. Because because you repeat that. Oh, well, okay. Oh, hold so on. at ASMBS, we are talking to people, and that's like the one thing that she's like, wait a minute. There's more. There's more. Swag bag. 30 days prior, 30 days after. So, and it's free. It is guys. free. It's free for anybody. You do yeah. not have to be there in person. You do not have to. We, you don't even have to be a bariatric patient. No, you can utilize any of these deals that we are yeah. building. So, so make sure that you are keeping an eye on that because when it is available, September 1st, and will be available. Viral. That's right. You guys send it to your friends. Let everybody you know friends, get a fucking discount. Family, yeah. dogs, cats, whoever has a cell phone now or a computer. That's right. Or if they just, I don't know, just send it to everyone, okay? Just send it. Just okay. send it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So I want to repeat this conversation. That, that is the Just Be You award show <laughs> In synopsis. A <laughs> and then the other thing of course go to our website rsleeplifepodcast.com there's going to be a newsletter that pops up immediately for you to sign up for do it you know why because everybody that's on the newsletter gets to know what we're doing before everybody else they get discounts they get coupon codes some people are getting discounts to the jby because they're also patrons and you get a free new uh free ebook, e-book. yeah built by us e-book. yeah it's personalized it's fun Yes. Exciting. So go sign up for the newsletter. And then while you're at it, go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP. Sign up to become a patron because you get to have conversations with us all day long with others that understand where you're at. And it is a very, very close knit group of benchies. It really is. And we have a episode that's called That's What She Said Corner that comes out during the month for them. And literally the last one they got was just like, what the hell happens to us when everybody cancels for recording? That's exactly what happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. We had yeah. three recordings. Everybody canceled and rescheduled. And you just get to see me and Kelly like, what the fuck? Just being <laughs> nutballs. It's like, you know, we, we, you know and love us like that. So. so go sign up to see all those goofy and fun things. Mm-hmm. And I think now. Oh, wait. Sorry. YouTube. 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 Preloaded on your phone. Go into it. Put our sleep life podcast. We are the only ones. Click the bell. Click the subscribe button. It means more to us than it does to you. And it is a free way to support us. That's right. How'd I do? You did great. Thank you. Fantastic. I've only been hearing that same thing for like two years. I know. Just only two years. Only two years. I mean, I think three, maybe. It might be. It might be three. So, but I do have a question for you. So Katie just messaged Katie from the Benchies. We love her. She's going to come hang out with us today. Yes. So she wants to know when she should come over. Should I tell her in an hour? We're going to do this on a recording. We are. Okay. Yep. Um, let's hour. say about an hour. Yeah. Be here in one o'clock. See? One there o'clock you go. in the afternoon. Because we hang out with our peeps. Yep. I mean, she has come from patron Benji to best friend. So she really has. <laughs> She's been a be very fun. loyal friend. That's right. That's yeah. why I love her. Yes. Okay. Now we can go into our episode. Okay. So. Mel had a bright, bright idea when she came down and literally she came like busting through the studio door and she's like, I have an idea. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's pull it back a little bit. Pull it back. But what the, was your idea? My idea was, as I realized we never actually talk about just being a bariatric patient. What is it like? We do talk about being a bariatric patient, but what does it feel Feel like because there's all these things like okay what to do what not to do Mm -hmm. uh transfer addictions there's how to find support like Like where to go obviously we talk about being a bariatric patient yes but how does it feel Feel. 
for us to be a bariatric patient. Yeah, because what I was telling her was that like sometimes it feels amazing, it's exciting, you're feeling great, confident. Yeah. And then some days it's like don't fucking talk. To don't me. fucking talk to me. I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking do today. So I wanted to kind of cover like those emotions and those feelings and what like and how it works because I'm eight years out. And Kel's four. So, yeah. like, we've been on this train for a while. She may cry today, just so you're all are prepared. You know, I cried this morning. Yeah, I'm just saying, and you I might, got it out. You might cry. I think I got it out. Okay. You now I have to have one. It makes me highly uncomfortable, so I'm glad you got it out yeah, while I was did. not here. That's okay. I did I do it when you weren't that. here. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks for listening. I thought of you before I cried. And I was like, you know what? She can't see this. She can't handle it today. No, I did not. I just cried. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're like, pull it back in. Kelly's not here yet. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what does it feel like to be a bariatric patient? I had a thought when you said it, because today, very exciting day for me, because you guys have been watching me shrink back down. Yes. Obviously through the help of sequence. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're looking at, if your prescriber or your uh, doctor will not prescribe you injectables. Yeah. Sequence is a great way to go. It's joinsequence.com. And they helped me get my prescription for my Manjaro. Just had to throw that in there. I've been on Manjaro for eight months. Yeah. Since November. No, December. No, it's November. End of November. End of November. Yep. Before you went on your Yeah, trip. so almost eight yeah. months. Almost eight months. And I, today, hit goal. I know. I'm so excited. I am officially in maintenance mode. I am where I want to be weight-wise. Yep. I do not want to get smaller than this. Um, but that's the exciting feeling yeah. of being a bariatric patient. You're, like, making, making moves to get down to your goal because – Ultimately, that's why all of us have surgery to lose weight. Yes. Like ultimately, you know, we have our wives, we have our family, our friends, our health, all of that. And that does definitely does play a part in having surgery. But let's be honest, we just want to lose weight. <laughs> I totally thought you were going to be like, blah, blah, blah. We just want <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's the <laughs> ultimate goal of being a bariatric patient is to fucking lose weight. It does start there. Yeah. That is definitely key. It morphs into other Other things. Yes. But at the beginning for the majority of us is to lose weight. Correct. And so that's where the excitement comes in. It mm-hmm. feels very exciting and very like you want to shout it from the rooftops and you want to tell everybody about it. That is the excitement. Yes. What other feelings come to mind when you... Um, I would say relief. Some relief has happened where when I finally got to a spot where I felt comfortable with my own body and I liked what I was looking at in the mirror, I felt the relief of like, I really did it. This is happening. This is really happening. Like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Like, I can look at myself and not be mean. Like, it was really cool feeling. That is cool. So, like, that's a big deal when it comes to, like, being a patient, being a bariatric when you finally hit those, like, mental goals, you're Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, like your day, nothing can fuck you up that day. Yeah, oh no, like, like today, I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, we're like, everything's fine, I hit gold. You're not going to fucking bring my ass down. Yeah. Like, I can fucking look in that mirror and be excited. And yes. that was like a big fucking deal. So the yeah. other half of that one is um, the feelings of this isn't working. Mm. Because you installed yep. or you're, you got gone up with the scale which I have and this is not like the you've gone up like a pound type of feeling which is very valid I want you to know it's very valid but there is moments of like you have that feeling but it's not until you like have hit a stall for I don't know like two years yeah I did a two-year stall or you're going backwards and you gain 60 pounds back and I learned when we went to ASMBS we had to talk to a lot of fucking people and I couldn't talk to anybody for like three days I know we got home and we were like dead don't talk to me only talk if you're spoken to. <laughs> kind of what my uh, house kind was of like. like unspoken of like we needed 24 hours without each other. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Two and a half days later, but we're finally. Do talking. you know what I learned about stalls though? Huh. Is that technically you're a surgeon if you hit like a certain amount of months of stalls, that's when they should be prescribing or at least looking into weight loss medica- medications. I know. Wasn't isn't that so? Yeah, cool? we learned that when we were out there. Who are we and talking to? Wagovi. No. 
I don't even think it was a GLP-1 situation. I really? felt like it was a doctor that was talking. It might have been a doctor. Yeah, because it was actually at the um, at the late night one, the after dark. Oh, the after dark. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't. Oh, it was the lady that I let sneak in the line. Oh, so there okay. was a long all line right, at the bar, right. and this one girl just there was just this lady that came over, and I remember her from somewhere. But we all were just hanging out, and she's like, "Can I like get in this line with you guys?" And we're like, "Yeah, I mean, you were already here. What are you talking about?" Like, I just played it off like yeah. she was in the spot. Yeah, but she was talking to me about that, and I was like, oh, "No one told me." And Doctor Patterson never even did that. Like, we did Which, that. And we love Doctor Patterson, yeah, but we did that. Two years ago, remember she put me on Fintry. Oh, so technically, so yeah, she technically did it. She it did just was it. six years out is when I finally got talked to about it. It's crazy because, so like, the more I learn about GLP ones, the more I'm like, why are why aren't these two things working together? Correct, because we met a company, and I wish I could think of the name right now, but they've been around this whole time, uh huh, like twenty years, and yeah. their shit's been working. It's just yeah. like. Um, doctors, what they've been told is literally there's a stigma for doctors to prescribe it. So it's been a really hard problem to get into the doctors to allow it because they're scared to bring it up to their um, Well, because patients. you don't want the patients to feel like they're not enough. They're right. not doing enough. But I think what we have kind of learned is that because GLP-1s have like exploded onto the bariatric world. Yeah. Like literally, literally like, it was it's like, like vomited everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it wasn't here. And then everybody's talking it's about like, it. Injections. Let's injections. Go. Let's inject ourselves. <laughs> Which we did learn that there is a pill that's possibly on, the, on the way. On the runway. It's on it. the runway for, I think Bonjaro is the one, Eli Lilly. Yes. It's Eli Lilly. So it, it's basically covering that injectable into a pill form. I know I would feel more comfortable with a pill form. Really? Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Like, it's literally like, here's the fat. Yeah, but you're used to it with your Benlista. Prepping and measuring your food post-op is a beast all in itself. Portion Perfection has actually made it super, super simple. They have bowls, plates, and even a lunch bag called the Kitten Carry, where you can have all of the system ready to go. Especially when you're on a road trip, that thing is a lifesaver. Yes. So if you want to get these things to help your journey, just go over to portionperfection.com and use our code 15OSLPOD. And again, that's 15OSLPOD. And you can also go over to our Amazon storefront to pick out any of those that you would like to use. While we were in Florida, we got to visit one of our favorite bariatric surgeons, Dr. Donald Fridley at Surgical Associates of Bayonet Point. They tailor make all their plans to the unique needs of each patient. They have this cool thing there. It's an in-body scanner and you get to do it pre-op and post-op. So that way you can see all the differences and all the changes that happen. And he's also one of the surgeons that does his surgery with robotics. And we got to play with that. We did. So we were so so excited and we want you to have such a special care that they give. So go over to sabpweightloss.com right now or give their office a call at 727-819-9107. That's right. So and tell them that the OSLP girls sent you and they're going to take great care of you. No, but that's like an IV. That's an IV. What was that thing I injected? To oh, the, that's like a, a in betweener. No, that was that was Ben Lister. Okay, I was but it's like an in betweener. Right. That like if I'm not if I'm feeling flary or something, then I can inject myself. Right. That's only happened a couple times, and that was once when my um, asshole ex cut off my insurance. Yes. Which I know he had to, but still, I can call him an asshole. Well, there could have been a warning. There could have been a warning, but I mean, he's a dick. He stole my dogs. So yeah. Um, but. When that happened, then I had to supplement with the injectables because they're like samples. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one of the trips we went on, oh, it was the month-long trip. He gave me another one just in case I was like feeling kind of bad while we oh, were yes. away. Yes. But like, and the first time I had to do it, you had to do it for me. Yeah. Because I was, like, I was so scared. But then after that, I'm like, I didn't even feel it. And that's the Manjaro. Like, so you don't feel the Manjaro? No, like maybe sting a little bit. But somebody said if you leave it on the counter for like a couple minutes and let it like get to room temperature a little bit, oh. it doesn't sting as much because okay. you have to keep these medications uh, refrigerated. But it doesn't bother me. Like no. I literally just like I'll be like, okay, there's the fat, 
and just it's done in like 2.2 i also learned too which i know this is not what we're talking about but i also learned that if you um when you inject yourself you and don't do it here because there's not enough fat unless you have like it's like under here your thighs your belly wherever you have the most fat on your body you want to do it there um but you're supposed to inject yourself and then after it clicks out and it's done, you're supposed to hold it for about 15 seconds after. Oh. To make sure that all the medication gets in. Okay. So, that's a good tip, tip for all of you out there that tip. is on it. Um, but yeah, it was. it's very interesting that there is, um, there has been something out there to help everybody. Mm-hmm. That people just didn't know about. Well, or it's like you try that before surgery. And it doesn't work yeah, because you might have other things going on in your system. And then you need the um, synchronization. Oh, I'm using big words over here. The synchronization of utilizing weight loss surgery and a weight loss medication. Yes. That's what I'm seeing. Like the more I, I see it and the more I have used it and the more I see other people and social media and all of that, I'm seeing if we can work in a synchronized tandem. way yeah. in tandem, everybody's going to be healthier. And it's not stop. Like it's not going to solve all your problems. Like you're not going to take this medication and you're going to be a millionaire, have a big house and a, you know, you're going to be happy and, forever. And you're going to be happy in your no. marriage and all of that. That's not a guarantee. It's just giving you the best option possible for becoming healthy and losing weight. Yes. Well, it's almost like a reset. It is a reset because I feel like the tool, like getting bariatric surgery was like my reset button. 100%. And so I feel like when you need, if you need more tools, then those are another little resets Mm. to your body and your system. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I 100% say Manjaro was my reset. I don't believe that, you know, in the beginning of us recording this podcast, I thought that surgery was my reset. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. It just got me to a place where I could kind of like be active and do the things that I needed to do. I think Manjaro was my reset because I, I, I didn't completely understand what I was getting into Mm. when I, when I had surgery. And so my goal was just get the lowest I could possibly get because I'd never been there. Right. Now I know that that's not like stable. No, like you can't. And then, you know, having something to kind of shut off that little, like, food food let's eat food let's get food all the time the that yeah food 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 um that being having that shut off from the glp ones that was my reset yeah because you needed that to be turned off yeah so that's when i felt relief Mm -hmm. of knowing that there was something out there that would work for me i just had to wait and be in this field right? to figure it out. A like, lot of things have to fall into place. Things happen for a reason. Oh, don't let me forget. I have to charge my crystals tonight. Okay. In the moonlight. Will do. Yes. Definitely. So I would say, so we went over relief. Relief. In multiple different kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also feel like you feel relief when your surgeon understands where you're at. Yeah. Or if you find people like a Benji support group that you can find on patreon.com forward slash OSLP. Yeah. Um, you could, you feel that relief because you're like, oh, thank God I'm not crazy. Well, that's actually how I felt when we went to the first retreat in San Diego. Yes, 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 yes. Because that was my first real event with other bariatric patients. Yeah. And um, it was freeing. Like, it was interesting it to freeing. be in a world, like in a, in a situation with the whole weekend with people that have all done the same thing you've done and they understand how you feel. Yeah. You don't have to explain yourself. No explaining. And and people Mm. that know me closely, I fucking hate explaining myself to people. I really, really do. Or I don't mind doing it for the first hand, but if I have to repeat myself, you might get like a, a little sassy melon. Yeah. But it, it was very cool to like sit across from someone and be like, I I was like, Oh, I can feel it right here. And they're like, I know what you're talking about. And they get all excited because yes. we know when we feel full in our chest or in our throat, it's a whole different ball game for us. Yeah. Or we feel hungry there. Like the gurgles. Mm-hmm. Like I felt the gurgles for like two or three years before I realized what the fuck it was. <laughs> Cause I would, I remember telling Matt Kelly, my sister-in-law, she's like, how is it? I'm like, I just 
when I'm hungry, I feel it in my throat. Like it's up here. And she's like, that is so weird. I'm like, yeah. Cause I always thought it was like, you know, it's your stomach lining rubbing against each other. That's what the growling is. And then to have a growling in your throat, I was like, what the fuck is this? And literally, Sorry. I almost died. It literally wasn't until this okay. lady. I'm surprised told me what the gurgles was, you know, three plus years later. Yeah, but my gurgles aren't the same as your gurgles. No, but they sound the same. They sound the same, but my, gur- my gurgles are from drinking. Yeah. So it, I'll drink it and then it'll like slowly go down, which caused the gurgles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and that's it. why it only hunger. happens when I'm recording because I'm like trying to get the water in and swallowed before. So side note to everybody listening. So I finally, I finally took a drink of Kelly's water this past week. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking awful. You people that are drinking fucking sparkling water, awful. Like, I was like, I'm thirsty. My mouth is dry. I got to try this shit. Figure it out. And it's literally just carbonation in your face, like in your mouth. Yeah. It's going everywhere. I don't. That's what she's. I don't like it at all. I was like, this doesn't even taste like water. This just tastes like bubbly weirdness. Bubbly weird. It was very weird. Yeah, she tried telling me that I don't need to drink seltzer water. Yeah, because we were. But here's the thing: we were born on Earth. You were made to drink flat water. Here's the thing: I'm not wrong. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: you don't have to drink tea. No, I don't. But you like it. Yeah. Therefore, you drink it. Yeah, but I don't go out of my way to make sure I have tea at every location. Do I? What did we buy when we were in DC? No, every location. Everywhere yeah, we go, just because you have to have every five seconds. Just because yours lasts longer than mine does does not mean it's it's still something that you like to have. Yeah, but I can go without it. I I drink flat I water. I, I drank flat water over the two weeks. Yes, did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, you did a little bit because you had to. Yeah, that's the deal. Is that like my one my box of tea is two dollars and fifty cents. Three no two I put it in my backpack. Three, like I don't need. I I can go without it. I can like one hundred percent not without it for weeks. I just choose, and I would prefer not to. That's fine. I'm just. I think I'm I'm just start not searching for water with her. I'm just gonna like go to our wherever we need to go. (laughs) That's fine. The back. You don't have to search. Fine. I am happily and able to search for the salt salt water by myself. But I also know that if it's on the way to our gate and we have to make a little maneuver. Oh, airport, I don't mind. It's everywhere else. Yeah, but we're going to the airport. It's totally fine. Like that makes sense because we're like passing by these things. Yeah. It's the going out of the way to get it. I'm just going to have it delivered from now on. I know. That should really happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because by the way, we love the hotel we're at, but it's the nicest, weirdest hotel ever. So strange. So So strange. strange. I can't get off my floor. I have to literally use stairs to go to Kelly's floor. I was one floor <laughs> one below floor her. beneath. And then like I couldn't even find anything that we like there's no coffee cups. You have to pay for the coffee cups. They're $14. What the fuck? Most and then you're not supposed to use the refrigerator. It's $50 a day if you do. No, it's just I think it's just a one-time $50 charge. Okay. I don't know. I thought I better not. The way that I read it was like $50 a day use. And I was like, what? Oh, which by the way, let's look and see if they charge. Did you look on the thing? No. I was curious to see if although no, I did we need um, two of them. We need one for my name. We only have it for yours. I love that we're doing this on air. I'm just curious. <laughs> Because that is going to be a deal when you guys get in your, like, veteran years is, like, are you going to drink sparkling water? Are you going to take carbonation in? Yeah. They totally charge us $14 for the fucking coffee cups. (laughs) I told you. I don't see the $50 charge there. For us to store our food and water. There is a Delano refreshment CTR. Was that cost? That might be it. It was $24. So I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't know, but that could be it. <laughs> because, and I'm going to fight it because I have to put my Manjaro, it has to stay cold. Yeah, it does. So medically, I have a need to use the refrigerator. So fuck you. I should be able to use the fuck. I don't think there should be, especially again for bariatric patients, we need to store things. Yeah. Like I, I packed Fucking four. Weird. 
uh, four chocolate milkshakes. Well, not milkshakes, but the protein, the protein shakes, shakes, right? Like I need those cold. Like, yes, I did the first two nights. Cause I was very scared of having a $50 charge. I, I did drink them room temperature. I'm not going to lie. I think that, so this is the thing that me and Meg talked about, uh, when we were with her for our time. And, and it was about like the bariatric thing where like all of a sudden you're eating leftovers. Like some people that hate leftovers are now eating leftovers, eating food, cold. eating food cold. Like I'll, I'll eat food hot and cold and yeah. it's going to take me all fucking day sometimes. Um, and now here's the next level that me and her were talking about. I will do it with protein shakes now. I will just drink it fucking warm. I'm not going to bitch about it. I get annoyed with myself if I can't have it. But I know if I don't, like, because that was hard for us, is when we went down to be in the booth with ProCare, there was no breakfast. So it's like, what do you do? Like, me and Keller are drinking water and tea, but we know our brains have to be on. We're talking to people. We're bringing people into the booth. We're doing ProCare. We're doing OSLP. We're doing JBY. Like, I was like, fuck it. I looked at it and I almost cried. I was like, I don't want to do this. No, because it's nasty. But I did. I opened it. You know, it wasn't too bad, but no. still cold no. would have been better. I drank but- two of those motherfuckers while we were gone. Mm-hmm. I refuse. I will not ever. And I am a huge fan of Fairlife. Yeah. I'm we, a huge fan Fairlife. of Fairlife. Yep. That shit's nasty now that I drink ProCare's protein powder. Oh yeah, you're she Kelly loves the protein. Their chocolate tastes like fucking Nestle Quick. It does. And there's no aftertaste. Yeah. When I drank those motherfuckers, there was an aftertaste and I did not like it. She did not did not like it it anymore. It's like when you drink flat water your entire life and then you like seltzer water and then you tr- you can't go backwards you can't you just your brain is set your taste buds are set you cannot go backwards it's so fucking funny it's so fucking funny full circle, full circle. i liked it i liked what you yeah, did yeah. there but that is also key guys being a bariatric patient means that you're gonna go through like some struggles with food and water oh fuck it's yeah. gonna happen you're gonna have all these mixed feelings one time you're gonna fucking hate food for like a month or two. The frustration. The frustration. You're just like, I want to fucking eat all of you and I can't put you inside me. And you get really (laughs) upset about it. And then there's other times when you're just chilling. You're like, I'm on point. I'm eating all the things. Here we go. Yeah. So it's just, it's definitely a whirlwind because you realize this journey is not the first year. Mm -hmm. It's not the second year, Mm -hmm. third year. It's all of it. It's all, it's all of your life has now changed. And it really is a lifestyle change as much as we hate the phrase. Yeah. It's fucking true. It is a lifestyle change. It's a lifestyle change. You know, I saw this thing the other day that it was this guy running. He was like trying to showcase his like working out and stuff. And I'm rolling my eyes because I'll tell you in a second. Um, But it's set up on the thing and I should have saved it. But it was like, I did this for me. I stopped it. I shut the fuck up and started working out or moving my body or something mm-hmm. and it was like no no weight loss surgery or something like that and i was like are you fucking kidding me Rude. yeah like flat up on the screen it was like in the real no weight loss surgery and i was just like what does that fucking matter like cool bro like what, what does that fucking matter glad you didn't need it um because you've seen like jay arps Rob Motivation, Dad Rob, all of those guys, Dalton, they were big guys yeah. working out. Yeah. And so they still got surgery. I was just like, and that's another part of frustration, watching people make these assumptions yeah. about your or journey. Little, or or belittle it. Yeah. Yeah. Or say that you didn't do it the right way because you had weight loss surgery. Mm, no. Well, and it's face. like, hey guys, it's like now that we know obesity is a disease. is a disease. After talking to all the people that we've talked to, like surgeons, like fucking PhDs, they are literally showing us once you become obese, you cannot unbecome obese. Correct. It's like diabetes. Once you have it, you can't get rid of it. So are you going to make fun of people for taking their diabetic medication? Right. I don't hear people saying, hey, Joe, why the fuck are you taking that meds? Yeah, you're cheating. Shouldn't you just like... Deal with it. Yeah. Because essentially that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like, tell your pancreas to fucking work, baby. Let's go. Shut the fuck up and get moving. Like, no. 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 This is a journey. Everybody takes different steps. I take Monjaro. Mel doesn't. Mm -hmm. Does it mean that I'm, by me taking Monjaro, that I'm cheating? Or that you're better than me? No. 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 I just needed help. 
and I asked for it and then I got it. Like yeah, literally people. you ask, you shall receive. Yeah. So that's kind of like, that's kind of the deal. Like you do, it's interesting. Like that's why we say it's that you get excited and then you get mad and you get depressed mm-hmm. because you do have a lot of shit coming at you. You do and from the get go. And, and this is from people that, um, this, th- this section more is for the people that choose to share their story. Correct. Because some people get surgery and don't share. And that doesn't, I'm not. No, I valid. didn't for four years. Yeah, that's valid. If I you don't it. want to share your story, don't share your story. I yeah. mean, that's I was just... big about like, this is no one's fucking business. This is my business. Yeah. I don't need any haters. I don't need any people like clapping back at me being stupid. Yeah. So I just kept it to myself because I, I had the haters. Yeah. Just within friends and family. I was like so scared of what the there fucking population. Like 15 people that knew about it. And within those 15 people, there were haters. Yeah. I mean, some of them were fucking some of them were real haters, but prior, we just didn't, I just didn't realize it. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing. It opens your mind. You don't have to deal with them. Yeah. yeah. That's what I love now that also is free. That's free. It is free. Yeah. It feels very free when you can like, be like, I don't need you in yeah. my life. I realized who's toxic, who's not toxic, who has your corner, because this surgery really shows you who your friends and family are. And most and of the time... Most of my family become like my my friends are becoming my family. Mm-hmm. Like Kel's my fucking family. Like Zach's my Ding. family. Tanya's my family. Katie's my family. Like they're family now. It's yeah. not. It's not like oh they're just friends. Like no like because yeah. when you all no, understand family. what you're going through, and we've dealt with all the toxic around us, like we can push them away and just have our little happy well little there's a corner. There's a reason why we say OSLP family. Yeah. Like, it is an OSLP family. It is when you're in the bariatric community and you're active in it, people become your family, your bariatric family. Because when you walk into a room, everybody's so excited to see you and hear about your story, hear about your struggles and your wins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you, no matter what you say, you can't say anything that's going to be like, Oh, well, you didn't feel that. Yeah. Oh, what did you do that for? Like, there's no Seriously. Ju- judgment. The judgment. judgment is gone when you're when we're in this community and with our family, with mm-hmm. our OSLP family, because they all get it. They, I they mean, all get it. That's one thing that I would say about um, receiving social support mm-hmm. that is so important. Because when you find your bariatric family, and that could be a small little group, that could be a big group like the Benjis, um, or like the tribe, because they are all like there for each other. Yeah. Um, when you're in there and you find your group, it's like you feel a part of something bigger. Yeah, it's like it's empowering. And then That's we good. get there we ah, go. okay. you to speed up. We have no idea what just happened. Okay, it's it's still going. It's still so recording. we're still going. Sweet. Um, we get very protective, I would say. Oh yeah, um, because like I, somebody I've else. seen people be rude to. Well, at least I did this on a side note. Um, people, people was rude to one of our benches, and it was their friend. And I, Googled oh yeah, them. you did Google them. I Googled them and I found them. And then I told them how that was not okay. <laughs> so, um, just know like when you're underneath this umbrella, like we fucking protect you or loyal, we're not going to let people disrespect you. Mm-hmm. It's not okay by any means. Mm-hmm. And we will be there no matter what. Yeah. So I would say like the relief is a big one for me. It's huge. The relief and the feeling like I'm a part of something bigger. Yeah. And it feels good, doesn't it? It does feel good. It feels good that I can like share my story or I can hear somebody else share their story. And then we can talk about what we have the same in Mm -hmm. common, what's different, what they went through versus what I went through. Like, you know, me and Mel talk about it all the time, uh, our differences and our similarities. But it's nice to hear from other people, too, from different walks of life. Yeah, fresh proofs. Walks of life. There we go. Did you say lights? Yeah, lights. Walks of lights. Yeah. Like getting the, a different perspective yeah. is what I love. I think that's mm-hmm. why we like meeting all you guys and like hearing all the stories mm-hmm. because we're just two girls from, from Oregon. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're women in Oregon. Salem, Oregon. Salem, motherfucking Oregon. Yes. Okay. Um, look it up. There's nothing special There's here. There's nothing special here. So Except for us. <laughs> we love meeting people because we get to hear their life and what they're going through and their culture and like mm-hmm. what actually happened for them. Like, cause our surgeries can be different. Mm-hmm. We've learned just between us in Oregon, mm-hmm. our surgeries were very different. So 
let alone yeah. meeting people in Florida and Georgia and like the whole East Coast that we just went through. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool to hear. Yeah. It is very cool. And it's, uh, it's very, um, can sometimes be humbling. Yeah. I think humbling would be a good word is that you hear more difficult stories than what you went through. Yep. And you're like, Oh, my shit's not that bad. Yep. But yep. yours, I'm not saying that as like a, you know, bad thing, no. but it's like, Oh, my, my stuff that I have going on is not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I should be a support for that then, person. Yeah. And then you become a support for that person versus like, you know, whiny, whine, 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 whine about my story. Or why, why, why? Yeah. 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 I think the, um, the one that I came across a lot when I was going through, not only the just weight loss journey, but also the weight loss and Manjaro journey Mm -hmm. was, um, trying to look in the mirror and be okay with who I saw. Yeah. It's hard. And also not like trying to do what's best for me versus what I think is best for like everybody Everybody else. else. Yeah. It's, it's, you really start learning about your boundaries and who you are as a, at a core level, Mm -hmm. not just the person that you show everybody. Yeah, I think that's if that the, makes sense. No, it does because that I think that's what scares people when they start getting further on mm. is um, you start seeing who you really are, and because you can't hide anymore. Mm. And some people like what they see, some people don't like what they see, and then there's people that get help and they don't get help, mm. and it can be very scary for those that don't get help. Yeah, and I feel like those are the ones that like do regain and do we we kind of see them off the apps, off social media. Mm-hmm. They kind of disappear. They disappear. Um, when this is like the main time to not disappear, when you feel those feelings, that means you need to engage way more, mm-hmm. um, because we're like, everyone is here to support you. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, we say that we say that we say that, and some people don't really realize we actually mean that. Yes. And that is the deal is that I have not come into contact with one person that didn't want to help support someone in the community. And we've met a lot of fucking people. So don't be, don't be shy come to Don't the events start. come see us we're here for you come to all the things because that's where a lot of our people have met their very besties and oh that's 100 percent. when yeah. that happens you can see the light turn on and we click. we actually in the very beginning of us creating the podcast we got a message from somebody that said, I know you girls don't have R and Y, but do you have anybody that has had it and would be willing to talk to me so we put it up on our stories and said, hey, has anybody had R&Y? We have somebody that has some questions, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they became their each other's very best days. Yep. They met, I believe, last year or the year In before person. for the first time. Yep. And they're like this. Yeah. Okay. So it's, you really, you find your people. You do. When you go through you this and you're actively engaged. And that's the key point is that it can be the scariest thing you've ever done to be actively engaged. I know this because I don't really like I, it's hard for me because I, I want to be actively, um, engaged with people, but sometimes I can't until I know you better. Yeah. Like I can't be like the truly silly me or the person that says random off the wall things with anybody that I don't feel comfortable with. Correct. Correct. So, that's why I get the fun one. Yes. Because just I'm just like, I know that she's not going to be like, you're stupid. Get out. Yeah. No. Like, at least I hope not. <laughs> nope. Never have. Um, <laughs> I've I, welcomed you in. Welcomed you in. You've my fold. bed. Ma'am. Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. We shared a bed. We did. Yes. Um, so we, there's also like feelings when you're in a group setting where it's not bariatric people. We haven't talked about that. So like, holidays like i know fourth of july is tomorrow, tomorrow for us um and it's very hard sometimes to go to parties and have people not understand why you don't want to like drink or eat a or, lot or, or eat or why you're losing weight mm-hmm. like some people don't see that's something that i came across right after like when i lost a decent amount of weight and i would show the side by side to them they're like oh i never saw i never thought you were that big mm-hmm. I never did. And 
where that can kind of become, I don't know. I have weird feelings. I get annoyed by it. Yeah. Because I'm like, I really was, I was that big, Mm -hmm. but I feel like they're trying to see like, just give the compliment. Don't talk about the past part. Yeah. That is really, that's so crazy that you're that different. Mm -hmm. Like that would be a good response. Great job. Look at this. Yeah. That's amazing. Let's not talk about the past her or him. Like, I think that's what frustrates at least a lot of, a lot Mm -hmm. of us. Yeah. And I would say like, you know, we're talking about a lot of the rainbows and sunshines and then there's also like depressed mode. Well, I'm not done with my thing. Oh, just joking. I'll get to depressed mode after she's done. She just tried to cut me off. Um, so when, when you're at these places, so say your family has a 4th of July barbecue Mm -hmm. and you decide because what's one of our biggest tips, bring something that you know you'll eat. Yeah. Bring something that you like. Yeah, like yeah. if they're doing burgers and hot dogs, great. But maybe that doesn't sit well in your pouch. So then you're like, okay, I'm going to bring some chicken to cook. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people will be kind of snide and be like, oh, our food's not good enough for you since you're losing weight. Or, right. you know, I've, I've heard these comments because yeah. I did do that. I brought food because I knew I couldn't eat whatever that was there. Right. Um, and so it's, it's very hard to be in a group setting after surgery. So you can feel those feelings of being frustrated, not understood. Um, you want to leave early because everybody's kind of, you, you're just kind of feeling anxiety, anxiety about the whole situation. Right. And they might, like you said, pinpoint, like, why aren't you drinking? Why, why can't you eat this dessert? Why can't you just have a s'more? Just one s'more won't hurt you. Well, it could. could. Well, and the point is, it's it's not about the one people forget. Like some of us can't just have one. Yeah. Like if there's cookies, I'm going to eat lots of six. Seven, yeah, possibly can, the whole package. It could happen. And yeah. I, think, I think people forget about that part. And I think what I've what's helped me go to those family functions or friend functions is, and I, it was hard for me. It very hard, for very me. hard for me to just yeah. be open and honest mm-hmm. and be like, okay, man, I really want to eat your hamburgers and hot dogs, but it doesn't. Sit it well. doesn't. I just have to be like, they just don't sit well. It's not yours. It's anybody's. Yeah. And then I'd be like, so I'm going to bring like some, like some chicken breast or thigh, whatever, whatever will sit well and just be honest, like, this is what I'm doing. Well, and setting that boundary of like, this is my life now. Yeah. We're not going to talk about this again. So this is what I'm going to do. If you don't want me to bring my own, then don't invite me. Yeah. And And be okay with that. Yep. Like if you say something like that, you have to be okay with it at the end of the day. It's true. So make sure that you're ready to set that boundary and talk it over with your therapist. Mm-hmm. Cause there could be anxiety coming up about future, you know, social situations where you're like, I don't feel comfortable going in this because I need to do a, B and C and I don't think they're going to understand. Well, and it could be like a certain person that's actually triggering you. Correct. You don't know it. Yeah. And that's where like, mom. like the yeah. depression, can like filter in is mm-hmm. like fixating on situations you can't go to and not really mm-hmm. not really knowing why you feel like you can't mm-hmm. go to and that's why me and Cal do like push and talk about therapy because we've learned a lot about ourselves through mm-hmm. therapy and realized like oh, yeah. oh these are the things that are really bothering me yeah because there I would like to say from going to therapy what I've learned is there's like a there's like layers and it's like the first layer is what you think the problem is and then there's like second, third, and fourth player that are really the problem. Possibly fifth, sixth, or seventh. You know? So there's more to it than meets the eye, is mm-hmm. my point. And it's okay to have depression days. It's okay to have anxiety days. Guess what? We all fucking have You them. could be sad, too. You yeah, could be really sad. sad missing your old life. Yep. Been because there. your old life helped you survive. Well, and it kind of... Up until surgery. Sometimes it feels like your old life was easier. Because well, the old easier. life, you weren't thinking about these things. You weren't aware about these mm-hmm. things. You're avoiding these things. And now it's front and center in your fucking face. So now yeah. we have to actually do real work. And that's intimidating. That can be very scary for people. Oh, yeah. And for you sure. can get real sad about missing your old life, mm-hmm. maybe even missing old friends, family, whatever the case is. Like, there is going to be moments of sadness and just understand that's normal. Yeah. Super, yeah. Super fucking normal. I think those feelings also of being... Um, deprived Mm -hmm. like being deprived of your old comforts i could see that yeah like you're sad you're upset your anxiety whatever it is you're feeling whatever it was including 
the rainbows and sunshine part of it. Like you ate. Yeah. And now you can't do that in the same way. Right. And so you might be feeling deprived because you're like, I really want to have, so say you every year on 4th of July, you eat a cheeseburger and you have some chips and you have a s'mores, a s'more later on. I think that's fine. Okay. But what if you have surgery and your pouch doesn't like sugar? It yeah. doesn't like beef. It doesn't like cheese. Like, cause that could honestly, that can honestly happen. happen. And then you're feeling deprived of your old life mm-hmm. because that's what you always did. Cause you don't feel normal anymore. Correct. That was the big deal. You don't feel normal. And if it's people are shock. pinpointing it, then you even more don't feel normal because people are noticing it. Yeah. And then starts the anxiety. Yep. I had panic attacks. Now I know what they look like and what they are. Yep. <laughs> yep. But I think the biggest thing to do is just realize that this is a new life. Mm-hmm. And it, things are not always going to be rainbows and sh- sunshine. You will have these feelings of deprivation, being deprived. Um, there's another word. De- something. Are you trying to say deprivation? Yeah. No, no. that's not the right one. Some, something. So just something. Just be those <laughs> feelings of being deprived. I don't like those feelings. I'm gonna look up the definition of deprived. And I only say that because only I'm going to do that because I, I feel like I haven't felt deprived. And so I'm curious of what the meaning is. How do you even spell deprived? D E E got that P R I V E D V E D deprived suffering a severe and damaging lack of basic material or cultural benefits. So like if you ate something every day for the last two years, and, and now, now all of a sudden anymore. you can't have it anymore. You're feeling deprived. Yeah. And I honestly think that that's one of the biggest things to kind of pinpoint of feelings, because when you start feeling deprived or when I start feeling deprived, mm-hmm. I start to act out. So yeah. if I'm feeling deprived because I don't have my cheeseburger on 4th of July. Right. right. So then I'm going to go, well, fine. If I can have that, I'm going to have some chips. And I'm going to have some cookies and I'm going to drink this and I'm going to have this because I'm trying to like act out. And you're trying to fill the void of what you originally wanted. Basically what we're saying is you guys are definitely going to feel a whirlwind of feelings. Yes. And it's going to go wide, wide gamba here. Because it could happen all in one day. Yeah. Because say you start the morning (laughs) and you're like, Rainbows and sunshine. I lost five pounds. I'm so happy. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting there. And then your husband says something that is like, like whoa, like you're like how you do know, I like oh I didn't this? see I I don't notice the weight loss on you. Yeah, you know something that like maybe he's just stupid and he doesn't realize that that's not a good thing to say to somebody. I I should say that not husband partner your partner could say something any partner and then that kind of like starts plummeting your day right and then you go to the barbecue and people say shit about the fact that you brought chicken and then you're feeling deprived because you can't have chips you can't have cookies you can't have the cheeseburger that you want like all of these feelings can happen in one day yeah as a bariatric patient i mean as, as really anybody but especially a bariatric patient because you're going through so many changes yes and those changes continue to happen day after day month after month year after year Eight years out, still learning. Still learning. She's still learning shit. I'm still learning. Wild. It's wild. Yeah. And and if you're a support person listening to this, please understand that, like, yes, our emotions are going to go up and down. And we do need supporters out there Mm -hmm. that are non-bariatric related to help us, like, guide us through the day sometimes. Yeah. And if we can't get help, then we definitely, we need you guys to reach out to that way you can get through that day. Because it's literally one meal at a time, one day at a time. And you know what? If you... If you do have that cheeseburger and it hurts you, but you're fighting yourself through it, just know it's one day. Tomorrow is new and you can restart and you can do whatever the fuck you want that day and just start grinding. So yeah. Don't. And that was the other biggest thing is that like, not only are you going to feel these emotions, mm-hmm. well, you're going to be hard on yourself and very we, hard. We want to help you not do that to yourself as much as fucking possible because that can really taint yes. your journey. Yes. And the feelings of comparison. Oof. Of jealousy. Of yeah. Because I think that was like really hard for me when I started gaining again. I would look at people that were the same year as me out 
And I'd be like, why can they, why can they do it? And I can't. Right. And you have to remember that those feelings are normal. Yeah. But you can't give in to them. No. You have to say, well, I'm doing the best I can because of A, B, and C. Yep. Or I'm doing what I can do because I'm battling autoimmune diseases Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of these things. Yeah. Right. You got to stay in your lane. Yeah. Because no two people are the same. And we're all battling the same disease. Yeah. It's just all battling battling obesity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just some deal with it differently. Yeah. And some people have just better fucking genetics. Yep. Like that's the bottom line. Like Kelly got to her goal weight. I still never have gotten to my goal weight, but I'm happy. I've done it twice. She's done it twice. <laughs> She's done it twice. I'm eight years out. I just realized never that. I can have hit it. And you know what? It doesn't mean oh it doesn't mean I failed. No. I feel fucking great. I look great. I my health I'm healthy as I've ever been. Spend healthy as I've ever been. And I'm happier than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. So it really takes a lot. Like it, I we read this quote um was like if you want big change, you have to be willing to do the big change. Yes. You can't. And so like my point of that one is you can't be doing the same expecting big results. Mm-hmm. You have to go big or go home. Yeah. And so if you put in the work, you will see the effect. Mm-hmm. It's just not instant gratification. Like we all fucking want. I mean, yeah. Don't we want that? We I want, wish. The, want the easy button. People. I know we easy want what every of those haters think that yes. we're doing. They think we're hitting a button. We lose all of our weight and now we never have to worry about a fucking thing. Yeah. Boy, would we be happy about that? And if that was real, that motherfucker would be hitting that button all day long for them to feel better. So let's act like you wouldn't be touching the fucking button either. It's actually easier for you to sit there and make the jokes and make the comments than it is to actually do the work that we're fucking And judge. And judge. It's so much easier to judge than to be kind to someone, which is really sad. It. Yeah, that is sad. I know. Your face was great. I was just like, hmm, that is sad because it's true. Yeah. And I don't like it. I don't like it either. So those are the feelings of how it is to be a bariatric patient. I challenge you guys to send this to people that are in your life that have not had bariatric surgery. Yes. That is my challenge for you. Challenge that because I think this would really help support people. Yeah. I think not only for listening, the bariatric patients listening, but for the support people to know that we're going through a gambit of emotions every single day. Not like the X-Men. It's not, it's not easy. (laughs) And it's some days like the, the most you can do is lay in bed. Yeah. Because it's a lot, it's a lot going on. And I think it was like when I had surgery and I envisioned like where I would be at four years later. Right. I was like, every life is going to be so easy. I'm not going to have to worry about anything because I'll have it down. Like I will know what I am doing. (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. I was so fucking wrong in so many fucking ways. <laughs> and oh, admitting so to yourself that you can be wrong is a big one. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Not it goes fighting a long that. way. It goes a long way. Because I fought it for a long time. I'm like, no, I was not wrong. I got this. I can do this on my own. I know what to do. But I mean, sometimes you're just fucking wrong. And sometimes it's just, it's okay to just not know something. Yeah. You don't I mean, have to know everything. You're going into this and you're not knowing what the hell is going to happen and to that's you. Okay. And you can listen to all the podcasts. You can join all the groups. You can talk to all the people and you will still not know what is supposed to happen in your future. Yeah. Cause like you're, when you finally do the surgery, it's going to be, it's so different. Yeah. Once you actually feel the feelings and the physical part mm-hmm. and the mental part, then it'll click. But and until you go through it, you have no idea. And I want to point out the fact that we have been doing this for three years. Yeah. Three years at this point. We have talked to numerous dietitians, surgeons, experts, like all of the things. We have talked to them. We have learned all the things. We are still learning. Yeah. Still learning. You have to be open to learn. I think that's the one thing I've learned. I have kind of hone in on just by getting older mm-hmm. is accepting that you don't know everything and you have to be willing to learn. 
And there's a reason why you don't know everything. Yeah. Like we're not supposed to. Exactly. So we challenge you, send this to three people, three, three people that have not had bariatric surgery that you are your support people. If you only have one, it's okay. Um, still, I challenge you to send it to people because I really feel that if others tried to understand what we go through from the point of like getting surgery Mm -hmm. to like the inevitable future, they wouldn't be so hard on us. They wouldn't. They get it. Well, thank you guys for listening to us rant over our feelings. Don't forget to go over to jbyawards.com. Get your tickets for the upcoming award show. It is in Washington, D.C. I am talking to all of you out there, especially East Coasters. Yes. We know it's an easy flight. And or an easy drive. We've done it. Get a book. September 30th, my friends. Yes. Yes. All right. We love you guys and we will see you next time. Bye. Hey listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website. So go over to arslevipodcast.com, sign up for our newsletter, get that free ebook, and then don't forget to get your merch. And also we're on YouTube guys. So type in our name, hit that bell and hit subscribe. And you're going to see our lovely faces every single Tuesday. So thank you for listening to our sleep life podcast, where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.